0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Eagle Rare. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and of course, our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tastings. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleschick. Andy, how you doing?
1: I'm doing fantastic. So this is our kind of New Year's episode, a bit, because we're recording and releasing on Monday uh right before new year's yeah so i think we need to do celebratory cheers for that
0: oh yeah happy cheers. new year's
1: salute uh since it's is the first time before uh the 2021 hopefully uh which will end up being hopefully a better year for us all let's hope <laughs> exactly um so happy new year's to everyone but yeah i mean i've been doing good so far um not too much has been going on for me recently. Just kind of, you know, end of year, getting everything finalized on my end right. with work and personal life and everything, really. Um, just trying to stay as quiet as I can and then have fun on New Year's.
0: Definitely. We'll see how uh, how much fun we can have. Andy, without further ado, let's jump right on in. Uh, let's tell... Well, first off, I would say... Everyone out there, pour yourself a glass of Eagle Rare. Andy and I already have glasses poured. We've already had a little sample here. Very exciting episode. Yeah. Um, make sure you have some Eagle Rare poured. We're going to be doing a more official tasting at a later point in the episode, as we always do. Um, but you should be drinking enjoy, and, and you know, drinking along with us enjoy as we yourself. go through this. So pour yourself a glass of Eagle Rare or some type of awesome bourbon, and uh, let's dive on right on in. Andy, tell the folks everything they need to know about Eagle Rare.
1: Yeah, of course. So, as everyone, I think, knows from our episode on Buffalo Trace, currently, Eagle Rare is a part of their portfolio of products, um, a part of their bourbons that they offer. They're at the Buffalo Trace Distillery. Currently, it's a little bit more... I don't want to say allocated bourbon, but right now, they're kind of almost creating it as an allocated bourbon. It's tough to find in the... uh, Retail stores, unless you go directly to the, the distillery there,
0: or if you have the hookup, like or, of course distill discussions. Does. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, we thanks been, all of our fans. Yeah, we've okay. been uh, lucky enough to find a couple places and a couple of people who could provide us with a bottle of Eagle Rare. Thank you to them. Um, <clears throat> so it's right now just kind of because of their production, Buffalo Traces uh, production limitations right now with creating more barrel barrel warehouses and everything just very limited production. But prior to that, they actually were originally created in 1975 by a Charles beam, no relation to the beams and everybody um, related with Jim beam. As far as I can tell, um, for a Seagram's portfolio of products in 1975 as a 101 proof 10 year old bourbon and to this date it's their standard offering is still a 10 year old bourbon <clears throat> but like I said their brand has switched hands quite a few times over the, over the years since Seagram's in 1975 of course uh, finally landing in the hands of Sazerac Company in 1989 um, who of course as we all know was or, well,
0: actually is, the uh, parent company of Buffalo Trace Distillery. And everyone knows, everyone who's a listener to the show, knows how I personally feel about Buffalo Trace and all their products. We know how you feel as well. We're big Weller guys. (laughs) We like E.H. Taylor. We like Blandtons. We like Eagle Rare. It's just astounding how many exceptional bourbons and and whiskeys are coming out of Frankfort, Kentucky right now.
1: Yeah, they they have... Uh, amassed quite a bit of a portfolio of products there, out of Buffalo Trace and Sazerac as a whole. Um, and it, you know, they continue to do a stellar job with Eagle Rare, especially um, in their lineup. And Eagle Rare is one of the last kind of new bourbons in their lineup prior to what is considered in some circles the current era on craze of small batch bourbons because after like the mid to late 80s early 90s that's kind of where you start to see like a lot of like the early beam like knob Creeks and basil Hayden's Bookers etc that you saw that small batch craze there right start to emerge around that time so this is one of the last if not the last quote unquote new, bourbons created for the time at least right Uh, they they
0: also have a history not just with not just with eagle rare but with buffalo trace they have a history of creating award level award caliber Mm -hmm. whiskeys whiskeys that are in bourbons that are winning national and worldwide level awards
1: oh yeah no no definitely um eagle rare i think to my knowledge among everything outside of maybe pappy And maybe Bland's, Sazerac and Buffalo Trace, has Eagle Rare received numerous awards over the past few years for their ten-year-old product uh, bourbon, including gold and double gold throughout the years at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition. I think from about 2016 through 2020, or 2010 through 2015, like winning that award consecutively those years. Wow. So very awarded history for this product in the last decade to decade and a half. Um, you know, they it's continued to receive from numerous different journalists in the bourbon and whiskey industry a 90 plus score on their rating cards as well as like Gold, double golds, silvers, like just so many good accolades for it it's in legit. the last 10 to 20, 30 years. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, So it's something that definitely they continue to do a good job of creating as a product and get rewarded for it. So they know what they're doing and they're not straying too far from it as far as I can tell. Um, Not at all. Yeah, and you know, in the last two years, like I said, I think in 2019 and 2020 combined, they've had you know multiple best in class awards in multiple competitions, uh, ninety plus point scores, gold medals, double gold medals, just really awarded as a as a uh, bourbon and. Of course, today we're only trying the uh, 10-year-old Eagle Rare, which is their 90 proof. Um, I don't remember what the mash bill on this is. I th- think, correct me if I'm wrong, it's a heavily weeded mash bill. I could be entirely wrong on that. I don't remember.
0: Um, mash bill for Eagle Rare is undisclosed. Okay. Ta- so it, no one truly, truly knows.
1: Okay. Ta- it, to me, it tastes fairly Fairly heavily weeded, but I like I said I could be heavily wrong.
0: Well, on the, that. you know Buffalo Trace, of course, is the distillery where we have Weller, yeah, uh, and dis- happy distilled and, dis- and distributed. So of yeah. course that would be right in line with their tradition.
1: Yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean they definitely have the products that would be heavily weeded, so it would not be stere um, atypical for them to have a another heavily weeded product. Um. The other products they have, of course, are their 17-year, which is, again, another 90-proof product. Um, That one, though, unfortunately, unless you're able to find it um, primarily through the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection, find that entire collection as a whole, um, you're gonna find that secondary market, which, again, you're probably gonna be spending hundreds if not thousands of dollars to find the eagle rare 17 year um four and then they also had the double eagle very rare uh bourbon which was an extremely limited release of 20 year old bourbon product for them which i know at least i was in a raffle to try and win it through ohio's liquor agency or whatever i don't know if you entered it um but this was something I don't even remember when this was initially initially released through Buffalo Trace, but I want to say it was in the mid aughts or mid twenty tens um, that they that Buffalo Trace and Eagle Rare ended up releasing um, the Double Eagle Very Rare Twenty Year uh, Bourbon there, and this this bottle, oh my God, this bottle, John! If you have not seen it, holy shit might be one of the best bottles I have ever seen just from a just bottle alone, no bourbon. One of the best looking bottles I've ever seen. It okay. is a solid crystal decanter with two crystal eagles.
0: Oh wow yeah I got a, it, it, I got a picture for pull up yeah. here.
1: So one eagle. So if anybody's seen the Eagle Rare bottle um, of course, you have the standard Eagle Rare um, with all the additional text and labeling that they have on the front with a standard, I think, bald eagle on the front of it. That bald eagle is on the decanter stopper of it. and then, It's crystal. <laughs> exactly. Crystal decanter stopper. And then in the middle of the bottle, it's a, it's a little bit wider of a bottle it is. than the standard Eagle Rare bottle. Shorter, which is, wider. Exactly. Um, and that allows for a lot or not just a lot, but an entire crystal Eagle in the middle of the bottle to just be created in the middle of the bottle. I don't know how they do that, but they did that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, It is awesome. It it looked
1: like it's one of the most, if not the most impressive bottles of bourbon that I've seen ever. (laughs) Yeah that any brand has decided to just shell out to say, you know what? No expense will be spared to create this bottle of bourbon. We're just going to create an impressive bottle. It looks phenomenal.
0: It is really cool.
1: Um, so, I I mean, is it's all up and down the line. This is a product that I think might be outside of the Pappy line, maybe the Blanton's line as well, is my favorite um, product in the Buffalo Trace lineup. Right. I don't know about you, John, but...
0: I would have to agree. Uh, I mean, I think 107 is very competitive with it. Uh, I maybe would have to even lean towards the 107. I would have to do a blind taste test. But other than Buffalo Trace, uh, I mean, you're going to... And really, like kind of those top-level wellers... Uh, and maybe even Blanton, you're you're not gonna be able to beat equal rare, honestly. And it's possible that even with some of those that I previously mentioned, you're not gonna be able to compete.
1: No, very much. It's just no.
0: a high, just one of the. I mean, just it's astounding the lineup coming out of Buffalo Trace. They clearly know what they're doing across the board.
1: No, yeah, I I agree with you there. And this is one that I think for the price, I think it runs at least in the Cincinnati area. Or directly at the distillery runs about thirty to forty dollars. Yeah, where, when, and where you can find it, um, is so much just well worth the price. Find it,
0: absolutely. All right, folks, I think it's about that time. What do you say, Andy? You ready to jump right on into our tasting of the ten-year single barrel Eagle Rare? Oh, yeah, I'm so ready for it. All right, folks, let's go ahead and pour ourselves a glass, and we'll take on off. All right, folks, let's go ahead and do a tasting of the <laughs> the Eagle Rare 10-Year Single Barrel, where I know we're all very excited about this one. All right, let's, of course, start off with the nose. Delicious yet strong.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that.
0: Uh-huh. Up front, very aggressive, I would say, more so than some of these other... Top shelf bourbons we've been tasting recently. Yeah. But that's, of course, not a bad thing. A lot of people like their bourbons to be a little more aggressive.
1: Yeah. No, I, I agree with you there. Um,
0: you getting a lot of citrusy, orangey type uh, flavor in the nose.
1: Yeah, I, I'd say, like, in, to me, it's kind of an orange citrus or a, a, a lime citrus yeah. smell.
0: A lot. I'm, I'm getting a lot of oak as well, and it's really a smell that, while sharp, It's, like like I said, sharp and still pleasant, but it does linger with you for a while. It's a lingerer, Andy. But again, if you like the smell, that's not, of course, a bad thing at all.
1: No, definitely not. Um, It's one, I mean, like you said, it's one that I think it's a smooth smell, but it lingers with you. With a little bit of those up notes in there of citrus and oak
0: in the smell. Definitely. Let's go ahead and give it a taste, folks. it's much sweeter than I thought it would be mm-hmm
1: no I, I definitely agree with you it um it's a lot sweeter of a product than you anticipate based on the nose of it absolutely but it's one that to me after the initial uh, hit of sweetness on the palate it kind of mellows out and just lingers with you
0: yeah. I'm still getting Which, a lot of oak. I got a lot of yeah. oak in the scent. I get a lot of oak in the, and I should say the nose, I got a lot of oak in the in the palate as well.
1: Yeah. You, no, you're definitely right there. And it's one that I think it kind of hits that initial sweetness, to an extent maybe citrus, to an extent maybe yeah. candy sweetness, but mellows out to an oaky sweetness and just lingers with you and just stays yeah. and makes you want another sip, but... I think, it doesn't a, force it.
0: I think it has a lot of cross platform appeal. I think you could get a lot of really hardcore bourbon drinkers who would really like it. Some people who maybe aren't that hard into the bourbon or the hard alcohols would like it. I think you could get some scotch yeah. people to really like it. It just seems like it, it has a little bit of something for everyone, almost. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I'll, I'll say to your point, actually, there, um, this is one that, you know, my dad, who is was somebody uh, actually typically a wine drinker, mm a red wine drinker more specifically, um, actually really appreciates this bourbon. Oh, wow. So it's, it's something that, you know, clearly across platforms to an extent there, appeals to people and says... Definitely. You know, it kind of reaches across the aisle, it's the so fact, to speak there.
0: It's the fact that it has that sweetness, that like honey, vanilla-y, yeah. yet it's got a little bit of oak and leather at the end, and it's just, it seems like... Oh, this is what a bourbon should taste like, yet it's still very, very enjoyable yeah. to kind of a common drinker, if you will. Yeah, I should say the less regular bourbon drinker.
1: Yeah, it, it's a little bit more of an irregular drinker, like a little bit more of a special occasion drinker. A special occasion. But it's one that sits there and reaches across the aisle among anybody who wants to try a bourbon. Absolutely. To say, come, try me. See what you think.
0: Yeah. If you
1: don't like me, okay, whatever. But I'm still good.
0: Hard to go wrong with a staple. And yet again, uh, Buffalo Trace just seems to know exactly what they're doing. Definitely. No,
1: I, I agree with you there.
0: All right, folks. That's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast to subscribe, listen, and re- leave a review for Distilled Discussions and every single episode of Distilled Discussions. We really appreciate your guys' support. We love what we're doing. We love that you guys are enjoying it so much. We Again, like I said, we just love our supporters and even our haters. We really do. Yep. We appreciate all the feedback, positive, negative, and otherwise. Thank you so much to all of you. Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey. And don't worry, America. We'll be here to drink with you next week.